We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a weather-ready nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 57. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And this is the meteorological spring and we got snow. How about that? We got snow and we got the coldest temps of the season so far. This is insane. Now, I, I think we need to ask, uh, bring in another expert on this podcast. Oh. Matter, matter of fact, uh, her name is Shara Taylor. Your wife is joining us as co-host. So, hey, Shara, how you doing? Hi. I was wondering who else was coming in because I'm definitely not an expert. Well, at, le- <laughs> at least you can shed some light I'm on Like, it. you got somebody else under the table? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not yet. So, <laughs> not this podcast. But uh, anyway, yeah, it is meteorological spring, and that is our weather school for this session. So we're going to get into that in depth there, but uh, for just a brief explanation, meteorological seasons start on the first of the month that the astronomical season starts. So spring this year starts on March 20th. Did Did you you look at astronomical? Right, astronomical. That's to do with the the moon. Not astrological? No. Did I say astronomical? Yeah. I'm like, you're both repeating it. I'm like, astronomical? <laughs> it is astronomical. I'm like, yeah. are you sure it's not astrological? <laughs> no. See, that's why we need to have you on the podcast. You can, yes, yeah, the astrological. I at least know my grammar. <laughs> no, wait, is it astronomical? Astronomical like is astron- something that's outrageous. Like astronomy. That's big. Astro- I'm going to look at that. I'm going that's to look at astrolo- that. Astrolog. No, I guess there is astrology and astronomy. So there is both. Yeah. I'm astrology looking at this up. is like. Sagittarius and Libra, right? Well, astrology is the study of anything. Actually, it is the astronomical. Okay. I mean, I was like asking. I was like, is it really astronomical? So, Shara, thanks for joining us today. Um, Hey, I am (laughs) glad to cause any kind of issues I can. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, the astronomical. You got me confused on that one. Uh, Spring starts on March 20th this year, 2019. But the uh, meteorological spring starts on March 20th. First, and that happens with every season. So, in uh, summer, will begin in June, astronomical summer, which will be by the third week of That's June. But the astronomical summer will start on June first. We'll, we'll we get into that later. But how about that snow? We got some snow today, or the other day. That I, was not I, enough snow, but I, guess I know, but it was something because just these wanted last, to sled. Is it too much to ask to get I, to sled? But these last systems, all it's been is ice. It hasn't been yeah. any snow. We finally got some. I mean, you can that keep just, the that just teased us. Yeah, it did. My kids were all excited, and then it was gone. Yeah, but well, guess what? When we first woke up, everything was white, but then two hours later, everything was back to normal. Oh, I know. I mean, I because I got up, you know, everybody knows that I get up about, you know, nine o'clock or whatever, and I kind of looked outside and I went, oh, the roofs are all white. That's so cool. And like I said, about noon or whatever, yeah, it was starting to melt back off. You know, and people are asking about road conditions. All the roads were it fine. It melted. Like, I mean, like the sidewalks were covered as it was coming down, but then... Gosh, an hour later, everything was just wet. It had already melted on the sidewalks. So, oh yeah, yeah, I'm it, sure the it roads was no were big fine. Deal. Um, which I mean, uh, Springfield got just a little bit more. My mother sent me a uh, picture. At this, I sent her a picture of of my front yard, and then she sent a picture of her front yard, and they maybe got a half an inch more. <laughs> you know, and and that's what uh, some of the meteorologists on TV were saying. That evening, it's like, you know, we're going to kind of go on the lower end of that. And that's just because the QPF, which they call the Quantitative Precipitation Forecast, and that is the direct measure uh, of the amount of moisture in the air that is able to fall at one given time. And those numbers kept going down, and everybody was kind of shying back. Also, a later onset, they, and they thought that was going to yeah. happen, you know. 
even though we we got a little we got some flurries before I went to bed, even though it wasn't the start of the snow. Everybody, everybody thought, well, this wasn't supposed to start till much later. Well, that wasn't actually the start. It was just well, we were lucky to see some flurries before the event got here. I mean, it was way out in Kansas still. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, I woke up. I woke up late that day, and uh, I thought, what? I, I actually like to watch it snow. And by the time I woke up, I saw two flurries, and it was done. <laughs> what know? time did you get up? Probably around nine thirty. Yeah, yeah, that's about me. Well, I got up around you get up six thirty or seven, and that's when it was snowing. It was pretty, and I enjoyed it. Well, and yeah. and they said that that the heavier band was going to be right between six, seven, eight o'clock, and that's what the models were showing. So, too. how were the flakes? Were they large? Were they small? Were mm. there lots? Were they blowing? I don't know. It uh, was a very light snow. You know, but they it, they it, were good sized flakes. It, but it was blowing it was, though because about ten o'clock I looked out and I was looking out I my didn't kitchen see that. and I think every I texted once in a while you. it would kind of go whoosh off the roof. Yeah, off the roofs. I thought, oh my gosh, that's going to be going to be wild. But that was just the beginning. I mean, the temperatures hadn't really started falling quite yet in that morning, but probably by one o'clock in the afternoon, it's like bye bye all this. <laughs> All this quasi warm weather, weather, and it got really, really cold. What, what did we top, you know, bottom out as like four degrees or something? Uh, I, mean, I think so. Check that out. But I mean, for for the first week of March, I mean, it was seven when I took Grayson to school this morning. Th- this morning, but yesterday morning, actually, I mean, right. it, yeah. I mean, it, and boy, but, that wind. Yeah, they were thinking the wind cuts through. Yeah, officially, oh, we we were down to five at the airport. <laughs> five at the airport. With a wind chill of negative 14. Isn't it usually a little bit warmer or is it a little bit cooler at the airport? Either or. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought for the longest time, well, you know, the airport is south of Branson. It's up on a hill, uh, blah, blah, blah. It's colder. But when uh, Mike Griffin, our meteorologist friend, was talking, he said it just kind of depends because in winter, it you can get an inversion. So it could be actually warmer on the top of that mountain where the airport is and colder. I mean, we're not talking dramatically. Right. We're just talking but like another a few degree degrees. or two. Yeah, and and from a couple of weeks ago, that event, one degree or two makes all the difference. We talked and about And you know, the, they had the ice down south last week and yeah. not up here. Uh, here lately, here or this week, I've been noticing the airport being about two degrees cooler than in downtown Branson. Did you see, like, I had friends that live around Houston, and I mean, it was like 19 degrees there this morning. You're talking Houston, Texas, Yes. Like, how in the world did it get so cold down in... This cold blast has really moved... I mean, if you moved south for the warmer weathers, like, how much further you got to go all the way to Mexico? Well, I think they were talking even in Florida. They were talking, what, 50 degrees, or, I mean, there was one spot that said it was much colder than what it was supposed to be for March, down in Florida. I mean, you're you know, Florida, you're talking well, nice weather. The whole down system there. was a powerful storm system and it, and it proved itself with the tornado outbreak we had yesterday mm-hmm. down in the deep south where, you know, several people lost their lives. Oh, wasn't that something? Yeah. I think it was uh last I heard was 22. 22. That's uh that's quite a bit. That's that's more than we've had in recent recently in recent times. Oh yeah. So hopefully that's not going to be a precursor for the spring when, when when severe weather moves closer to our area. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, I've been reading some uh, info and data about the cold air that uh, we're, we're expected to have in March. We're still going to be kind of cool for the rest of the month. And experts are saying that's going to push the severe weather down to the south like like in Georgia and Alabama and all that, uh, rather than it be up here. Uh, for so, March, you're saying? Yeah, for, for March, March, for the okay. rest of March, All right, maybe. They say uh, we'll have a few days, a couple, three days above normal. Now that we'll have above normal precipitation, but those temperatures are going to be cool. So, see, all that air up, up north still has to drain down. and Yeah, but I don't, I don't think they're talking bitter cold i don't i'm cold, not cold, cooler than normal yeah and temperatures right now the the average highs are really starting to go up because we're getting you know they're tilting back around i'm not sure what the what the average high is i normally look at that i need to check out the average high for my i'll do that during the weather school it Maybe, varies yeah. greatly from the beginning to the end oh oh yeah for march 
Uh, oh, yeah, we are recording this on March 4th, so I will uh, make a note of that. Yeah, severe weather. Oh, and speaking of severe weather, uh, the National Weather Service across the country is conducting Severe Weather Awareness Week. And this is the time for everybody to get prepared for severe weather season. It's from the 4th to the 8th, this Monday through Friday. So I hope everybody knows where their tornado safety areas are, whether you have a tornado shelter or you know where uh, the tornado shelters are in your community or a tornado cellar. I'm sure the people in Oklahoma know exactly where their tornado cellar is. Whether you have a tornado actual certified shelter or not you need to know ahead of time where that your safe place is going to be because sometimes you don't have enough time to go to a public shelter right i guess that just like proves that or shows part of that i grew up in oklahoma because every house we've ever lived in like that's the first thing i do like where would we go in a tornado like safety first yeah i guess this is because i grew up in oklahoma and i'm so if you don't have a shelter, you, you're going to head to a bathroom, hopefully that's in the center of your home mm-hmm. with no windows. You want as many walls between Especially if you, you don't have a basement. If you right. have a basement, that's Correct. that's better. But You want any as many walls between you and outside as possible. So if you don't have yes. a shelter or a cellar or a basement, uh, try to find a closet or a bathroom. Bathtubs work great. Uh, yeah, especially have, the plumbing. I mean, yeah, anything is going to reinforce. Throw a mattress over here. And helmets. Wear some helmets. Helmets bicycle for helmets. your kids. Bicycle helmets. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Bicycle bicycle helmets. Uh, stay away from windows. That was a big thing. They said a lot of a lot of people could have lives could have been saved if they were, had just been wearing a helmet. I agree with, and I have heard that before. That's a very, very good thing. And uh, they're going to, I think, uh, sound the tornado sirens. That's a negative. They're not. Oh, they're not. So, Corey, explain that. They're not going to sound the sirens tomorrow because it's too cold and they don't want to damage them. They're still going to use ah, weather radio okay. online, but they will not be sounding the sirens in the state of Missouri. I wonder why the cold would damage them. They say it's too cold. Probably it's a, freeze. They're it's frozen. They say due to freezing <laughs> temperatures, we will not be sounding the sirens. I thought, well, why? Does that mean... I, don't, I couldn't understand why, so I had to keep reading. I thought, well, maybe people will go outside, look for a tornado, and freeze to death or something. No, <laughs> because they're afraid they will damage the, mechani- the mechanisms of the, of the sirens. Yeah, yeah. So, no. That does no make sirens. sense. I mean, it, I mean, tornadoes do occur in January and February, but usually when they do occur, it's like 60, 70 degrees outside. So, right. so that makes a lot of sense. And we have to tell... Everybody, because we still keep getting comments and questions about this, people are inside their homes when they do the tornado siren test, and they say, well, we didn't hear them. They're not designed for you to hear inside your well, you house. You got all that insulation and walls and That's t- your TVs your going. Radios. You got a blender or a dryer going. You're not going to hear that. Well, no, but, but if you're and, inside... And if it's storming, you're going to have thunder and st- rain. You're not going to hear a siren. Yeah, but the whole idea is if you're inside and you're weather aware, I mean, storm clouds are going on, you've got the internet, you've got television, you've got radio. Weather radio. Weather radio. You have storm ways dar. to know. Yeah, storm it's Stormdar. We are here. Uh, yeah, we've got all these, these uh, outlets for you inside. They are designed so if you're out on the golf course... Hopefully not. Or, or on the lake. Or on the lake. That's a biggie. On the lake. Can you hear them on the lake? No. I don't. I, well, it depends on where it's at. You, you still have social media and internet on the lake. Yeah, you have internet on the Depends on where you're at on the lake, I'm sure. But I campgrounds. If you were out on a boat, that was kind of what they were for. No, they're for if you're working outside or. Right. Or. Uh, Playing whatever you do outside, schools, spring, schools and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what they're designed for is outdoor people. They make great background noise for tornado videos. They really do. We have one. Makes them, makes them <laughs> more intense. We have one from what Christmas Eve or no? Christmas? It was the week before Christmas, two thousand and two. Everybody's Christmas lights on and sirens going. Blowing in the wind. Oh, that's right. I remember you telling me that. Interesting. We still have that video somewhere. That was a fatal tornado, too. Ugh. Oh, now, was that here? That was in Miami, right? No, it was, well, we were in Jasper Missouri. County then. It killed, yeah, Jasper County, yeah. killed somebody in Chesapeake, Missouri, which is in Lawrence County at a trailer park that night. Oh. You know, 
another tip: do not stay in your trailers. That that's a good right. good idea. Find somewhere else. There's if not you, a safe place in a trailer, your bathroom, or if no, we're really hyping the leave. severe weather for the night on Facebook that day. Mm-hmm. Go see a friend if you live in a mobile home yeah. that night. Go watch. Go have yeah. a movie night. Plan, plan some games or movies or, you know, people do that all the time. Because everyone should know we are definitely on it. We are on it. If I'm in a show, you're on it. If if you're asleep, I'm on it. You're never asleep. So. <laughs> and we're also automated. If we have to be, if we're not there, mm-hmm. you're, they're still going to get. Exactly. The warning, You're so. going to get that that severe thunderstorm or tornado warning. Uh, and, uh, you know, but the thing about it is you'll get a watch generally about 90% of the time. You're going to get a watch out of this or a mesoscale discussion from Early the in the day. Earlier, hours ahead of time. Way hours. On, on, you know, normally. Yeah. Especially, I mean, this thing that happened in Mississippi and Alabama where the tornadoes, the Storm Prediction Center had this pegged about three days before. And they said, yeah. mm, slight risk. And then the day of, which was two days ago, I guess, it was enhanced risk. It's like, okay, we got stuff forming. That Could have went to a marginal risk, but that was quite of an outbreak for a enhanced yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I got to thinking about that. I mean, I, I need to replay the weather school probably probably in a couple of weeks um, about the Storm Prediction Center um, risk levels. I couldn't think of it. Yeah, they have they have five. There's marginal, slight, enhanced, moderate, and high. And if they pronounce, I mean, it's very rare that they would do a high risk. They have. But it, it's rare. It's rare, especially for Branson. It's more common in the central, uh, south central Kansas, north mm-hmm. central Oklahoma over there. And that now we, yeah, you know, we've been pretty close to being in high in the past, and we probably have been. I've been in high several times for tornado chases, you know. But well, that's your idea. Well, that's what you want to do. You want to go to that high, <laughs> that high risk, but even a moderate risk that. It's basically a confidence level from the SBC. It's like, look, guys, moderate risk. This is this is level four. We're telling you there's going to be a severe weather outbreak. So take your you know emergency manager for chasers. The high is better than a high because your adrenaline's yeah. <laughs> up high and you're cruising on cloud nine all day. Especially when when the outbreak begins, it's just like unbelievable. Yeah. Well, you know we we've been pitching this for so long. And we finally got to do it, our Snowflake Contest. It's about time. I know. We've tried, what, four or five times on yeah. this entire winter, and it took March <laughs> for us to get a snowflake. So we got a winner this time, Kathleen Trombley from Branson. Of course. Yes. But she came barely. It was a really it, it tough was a decision. Very close contest. Yeah, it was Kimberly Ingram got a really close second. But... Uh, so hopefully, you know, you get another chance this season. Could you post all of the entries? Maybe. Could. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just curious. Maybe not. I don't know. Actually, Corey's in charge of the website. <laughs> and speaking of the website, we want to post it. Thank you all for going to the to our new website. I mean, we're constantly <laughs> updating it. Or Corey is constantly updating it. It's getting some great reviews, and it's it's helping a lot of people got a lot of information we there. got thousands of hits so far i revamped yes. the severe weather page today i don't know if you've taken a look at that yet oh no we, i haven't we I, I i revamped it a little bit uh you got all your convective outlooks on there which is exactly what we were talking about earlier is your is your severe weather risk from slight you know enhanced moderate it's okay. all on there but uh i gave it a little bit uh sleeker look uh upgraded the radar just a little bit oh good uh so, uh, hopefully that's going to be an asset during severe weather this year. I think it will be. Because it automatically pops the warnings on there. Yeah, and you put the little, or, or that, that banner that talked about the windshield advisory and stuff. That is that automatic as well? Well, all warnings are going to pop up automatically mm-hmm. as they happen from the National Weather Service. Right on the home page and right on the severe weather page as well. Good, good. And and if you're looking at our radar on our website, not the Facebook page, but the website, just make sure that you punch that, was it the yellow triangle? I think it's the yellow triangle, right? The and yellow triangle the- is the watches. 
Okay, that gives the watches. Mm -hmm. The red triangle is the warnings, but it's already on once you load the page, so you don't have to load the watches. They're automatically going to pop. Or the warnings, the warnings are automatically going to pop on. And and what the warnings are, that's going to cover your severe uh, thunderstorm and tornado watch or warnings, uh-huh. uh, and all your winter weather advisories and watches. Even your winter stuff is going to be under watches. Okay. So the warnings is only for your really severe. Uh, extreme weather. Okay, severe thunderstorms, tornadoes, Correct. that kind of thing. That that makes sense. It's very and, and it, it updates what every few minutes. I think the warnings are instantaneous. Are instantaneous. So yeah, if you got any question, and this this is this our website is not restricted for the Branson area. It is for all the area around here. Um, and that radar will zoom to wherever you want it to zoom. I mean, you can yeah, just pinch it or Oregon if you want exactly, and just just do whatever you need to do to it. I mean, uh, lots of interesting features. We you get our lightning there. data from NASA. Oh, nice! And it updates every ten seconds. So ten seconds. Yeah. Wow. So you can zoom in right on your city, correct? Your you town, can go right to your house. Wow, and get real time updates correct. from NASA. Wow, you got connections. Um, yeah. <laughs> I do. To put the, to put this site up here. Well, we are we completely I, I'm just blown away. We've I just had, keep telling you all the time. We've had over five thousand hits on our website. When did we launch it? What day was that? Four days ago. Friday. <laughs> I don't know. Friday, Friday night. Yeah, it's about that three or four days ago. Yeah, yeah on Friday when we did the crazy. live cast. Yeah. So yeah, keep coming back. Uh, we uh, several people have utilized the chat function on there, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting it. used to it. I mean, you're used to it. I'm I'm getting used to it. So we will get back to you as as soon as we can. Almost if we're awake in the daytime, almost instantaneously. Yeah, we get if you leave a message for us. There's a little chat button in the lower right hand corner. You can type anything, and it usually goes straight to our phone, so we can read it almost instantly. Mm-hmm. But if we're asleep, you can leave your email address. There's a little form on there, and uh, we'll we'll get back to you as soon as we're back. Yeah, I think it's a great feature, especially. I I, I mean, I think when once we get to really really big severe weather uh, events coming through, it may be overwhelming. <laughs> I love yeah. it. You and I both will have to kind we're, of we're take used that. to that. Oh yeah, like on the Facebook page, you you've got something covered. I got something covered. Right. We're going for it. Well, I need some I, help from my wife. Well, yeah. That's why she's here. Don't think I would be any help. We, we, we need a secretary, actually. That kind of, you know, we really do. We do because I have so much free time. Well, well that's right, and and our stuff doesn't pay much. Jobs. So, yeah, just something fun you can do it overnight. That's it. You don't need to sleep, do you? Apparently not. <laughs> I bet not. Well, guess what Sunday is? <sighs> I don't know what our twenty-three hour day. Wow. It is time it is that time to lose an hour of sleep. Spring forward. That's right. Which I'm gonna love because <laughs> we can record this podcast starting in the daytime or daylight. I can actually go to work at the Hughes Brothers. Everybody knows I perform at the Hughes Brothers. At when it's still light outside. It's gonna be nice. Really, really nice. I like I light. wish it would be that way all year round. Yeah, we've had... It makes it easier to go to work and come home when it's still daylight. It really is, especially in, in the summer, which when we have, what, you know, what, 14 hours or 15 hours of daylight, as opposed to in the winter when we have four like hours of daylight. you just get home from work and you look out and it's dark, you feel like it's 9 o'clock and you should be going to bed, but you still have I know. hours. And then, I, and then I get up. I mean, that's one thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I always look over to the window. It's like, is it light? No. Okay, I'll roll over and go back to back to sleep. Well, See, I feel, we look, and if it's light, we're like, oh, no, we've overslept. <laughs> I feel the whole purpose is kind of, of daylight saving time is, is dated. I think we should just stay in daylight savings mode. They used to use it to save daylight for people working out, like the farmers and all that, but... I, I we still have farmers. I, I, oh I, yes. I suppose that they would still. Yeah, I don't know, but if we were in it all the time, you know, it would be better, right? Now, one drawback is it's harder to get the kids in bed during when it's still school. Right. Oh when yeah. Still, still in session out. because it stays light later. 
Right. So they think they need to stay up until way past dark when that's not the case because it could be nine o'clock and, you know. It is so weird tucking your kids in when it's daylight out, though. Yeah. yeah I, it'll well, still be, it'll be dark here. I mean, the the, the days are still short enough that it's not going to be nine o'clock when it, and it's going to be more no, like. No, 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 no. Eight, you know, probably before eight. I'll have to check and see what time sun will go down this Sunday, but yeah, I'm going to guess it's it. around. No, before eight, seven thirty or so. I don't know. I put that on the notes. We will check. Okay. I always say we're going to check something, and then we forget totally forget uh-huh. how to do it. But I'm making I'm making notes now. So during the weather school, we're gonna we're gonna check that. <laughs> well, we have I mentioned last week we have our new position at Stormdar Weather. It is the Stormdar Weather Bird Watching Ambassador. The Stormdar Bird Watching Report. And the bird watching report is from my mother. My mother is the Stormdar Weather Bird Watching Ambassador, and she reports this time. Uh, not many birds yet, which, you know, we, we probably won't do this every single week. But she did say it is time to get those wren houses up because the wrens and the hummingbirds will arrive in April. So you got a month to get all your wren houses up and those and those hummingbird feeders, and we're going to start. Now, didn't you say, Corey, you saw a robin the other day? I saw a robin today. I saw two or three. Ah. So I'm seeing them more and more often now, which is normal probably in March. Yeah, that's a sign of spring. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've been seeing uh, cardinals even the other day. I've in, seen, in the white. They, I've yeah. see, I see them in winter, though, a lot. Yeah, they're probably And the, blue jays as well. Yeah. But not so much robins. Robins, more of a signal to spring for me than anything, any type of bird, because that's basically the only bird I know what it is by looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it's the red bird, because they're red, so I know what they well, those are. are. Those are a given. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, when, when every week or so, we're going to get new reports from our uh, bird-watching ambassador, so we will pass that along. And let you know, you know. cold weather does affect that. Though. I mean, the hummingbirds were late last year. Yeah, and and if and if you, like you said, if March is going to be colder than average, then maybe they might be late again. Now, I usually but, get my first hummingbirds here in Branson right around uh, tax day, April fifteenth. But yeah, but but mid April. And a few years in a row, it was April fifteenth on a dot. Really? So yeah, they don't want to be late on their taxes. So. Come back here. You know, that's a good idea. Yeah, it is. And I'm I'm trying to figure out when they go and start migrating back up. You know what? And how long does it take? The weather school actually discusses some of that. Very cool. Because there's six seasons in in ecological. I can't even say that word. Ecological seasons. So I think we should get to the weather school and get enlightened. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed Our Weather School. We are officially in meteorological spring now, but how does that differ with astronomical spring? Meteorologists and climatologists break down the seasons into groupings of three months based on the annual temperature cycle as well as our calendar. We generally think of winter as the coldest time of the year and summer as the warmest time of the year, with spring and fall being the transition seasons, and that is what the meteorological seasons are based on. Meteorological spring includes March, April, and May. Meteorological summer includes June, July, and August. Meteorological fall includes September, October, and November. And finally, meteorological winter includes December, January, and February. By following the civil calendar and having less variation in season length and season start, it becomes much easier to calculate seasonal statistics from the monthly statistics. Both are which very useful for agriculture, commerce, and a variety of other purposes.
The equinoxes mark the time when the sun passes directly above the equator. In the northern hemisphere, the summer solstice falls on or around June 21st, and the winter solstice on or around December 22nd. The vernal or spring equinox on or around March 21st, and the autumnal equinox on or around September 22nd. These seasons are reversed, but begin on the same dates in the southern hemisphere. The Earth actually travels around the Sun in 365.24 days, so an extra day is needed every fourth year, creating what we know as leap year. This also causes the exact date of the solstices and the equinoxes to vary. Astronomical timing as the basis for designating the temperate seasons dates back at least to the Julian calendar used by the ancient Romans. It continues to be used on many modern Gregorian calendars worldwide, although some countries like Australia, New Zealand, and Russia prefer to use meteorological reckoning. The precise timing of the seasons is determined by the exact times of transit of the Sun over the tropics of Cancer and Capricorn for the solstices and the times of the Sun's transit over the equator for the equinoxes, or a transitional date close to these times. These astronomical seasons are not of equal length because of the elliptical nature of the orbit of the Earth. From the March equinox, it currently takes 92.75 days until the June solstice, then 93.65 days until the September equinox, 89.85 days until the December solstice, and finally 88.99 days until the March equinox. There are also six ecological seasons. First, there's the pre-vernal, early or pre-spring, and that's from February to March. Deciduous tree buds begin to swell. Some types of migrating birds fly from winter to summer habitats. There's vernal, which is spring, and that's from March to late April. Tree buds burst into leaves. Birds establish territories and begin mating and nesting. There's the estival, which is the high summer, and that begins in June in the most temperate climates. Trees are in full leaf. Birds hatch and raise offspring. There's the serotonal, or late summer, and that generally begins mid to late August. Deciduous leaves begin to change color in higher latitude locations, above 45 degrees north, Young birds reach maturity and join other adult birds preparing for autumn migration. The transitional harvest season begins by early September. There's the autumnal, and that generally begins from mid to late September. Tree leaves in full color then turn brown and start falling to the ground. Birds start migrating back to their wintering areas. And finally, there's hibernal, which is winter. It begins in December in mild temperate and November in the cool temperate. Deciduous trees are bare and fallen leaves begin to decay. Migrating birds are settled into their winter habitats. A little fun fact. In the winter, anywhere from January 2nd through January 5th, the Earth is actually closest to the sun, or what we call periapsis. And on the flip side, in summer, anywhere from July 4th through July 7th, the Earth is farthest away from the Sun, or apoapsis. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you have it, the difference between meteorological and astronomical seasons. Not, ast not astrological. Not astrological, no. <laughs> but that, that's a good, that, that, that's good. I like that. Uh, yeah, so, so the ecological system, uh, seasons, I can't even talk, ecological seasons, six of them. Very interesting. 
So now it's time to get on with the next segment, which is This Week in Weather History. So, Corey. Well, This Week in Weather History. Seven years ago, an EF2 tornado ravaged the resort town of Branson, Missouri, killing nobody. Yeah. It hurt a couple people. I'm sure they had some scratches, but it wasn't too bad. Uh, It blew a bunch of windows out. Took a lot of roofs off of uh, hotels and restaurants up and down the strip. Uh, made the strip prettier, you know, because people had to rebuild some stuff. But, That's uh, this week? It was February it was 29th. 28th, February, or yeah, it was the 29th. Yeah, it was. That's, yeah. Which is March 1st, if it's not a yeah, leap year or, day, Yeah, February 20th. Which is four days ago. Yeah, boy, that... that uh that was amazing. People were talking about how that tornado danced around the strip from this end of the strip to this side of the strip from this side. And of, but it that didn't tornado, actually dance. It that tornado straight. just went straight. The strip actually is the one that dances. Well, you know, the, 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 the whole thing about that system, it was going at 70 miles an hour. It was it quick. Was bam! Right through the cemetery, right through power site. You know, once you heard it hit Kimberling City, it wasn't. A few minutes later, that I was hearing power flashes in Branson. Oh yeah, and I, I remember trying to get Karen downstairs. Like we got to go downstairs now, and I got her downstairs, and what wasn't a few minutes later, everything just broke loose. And then the next day, I mean, and some people didn't even know it happened. Yeah, there's a lot of people slept through it. Had no idea. Not me. Amazing. I I know. I mean, not Which me. Which I, I would have if we didn't have a weather radio. That's what woke me up. I knew one was coming. I knew there was a possibility because a tornado warning had been issued for Barry County around Cassville. Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't keep my eyes open. He, as I say, he fell asleep. I, I fell asleep. I safely went to sleep but knowing he was watching. But as soon as I heard it. the weather radio start to alert, I didn't have to hear the the warning come across. I knew what it was going to be. Bing, bing. Oh, you we, were, and we you were both, wet, like, wide awake. Sat straight I said, up. We got to go. Because I had a feeling that this wasn't. One to play around with. Yeah, and Kimberling City is Stone County, so that's not far away. Yeah, it's just in a direct line, really, from for for a, a west to east storm for for Branson. Yeah, I mean, I remember hearing that weather radio, and he had it close to our bed that night. I mean, Smart. we both. I was right sound asleep, and I mean, we both sat straight up, and I mean, I was like, "That's us," and he goes, "We got to go now." <laughs> Wow. That was a school night. We had to get the kids up, and, you know, yep. they were tired, and they didn't want to get up. But, yeah. You know. Well, they needed to get up and get to safety. Well, so that happened. I have one more, though. Oh, you have another one. Okay. So, this week in weather history, another one. March 4, 1873. We're going back a Ooh. few years. Okay. It was a record cold March day. Oh. The low was four degrees. This was also the day. This is in Washington, D.C. This is also oh, okay. the day of uh, Ulysses S. Grant's inauguration. Oh, that was cold. It was held oh. outside. The wind, 40 miles per hour. And the <gasps> temperature at noon was 16 degrees. What would the wind chill be for that? <laughs> Crazy. Oh, but way down Of the thousands of people there to listen to the, to, to the uh, inauguration... The people couldn't even hear the inaugural address that were sharing the platform with him because of the high winds. They were up wow. on the platform with him and couldn't hear. I'm sure they didn't have, you know, Sennheiser mics and, and you know, <laughs> PA systems back then. Yeah, they little, just little tape recorders, maybe back then. <laughs> 1873, but for people on the platform couldn't even hear. You know, that's that that, that would be miserable to be out there. Oh, 40 mile an hour winds are that cold. At, at 16 degrees? Record low in Washington, D.C., and it still holds the record now. In March. You're yeah. talking March. March. March 4th. Wow. That's that's today. Well, yeah. many, many, well, many, many years ago. Many years ago. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, it just goes to show. I mean, back in 18, whatever that... 18, 1873. 73, and this is 2019. Yeah, you can get these cold blasts coming down. And let's just hope that it goes away. I'm ready for I'm I'm ready for storm season. You know, March first comes around, meteorological spring. Okay, I'm done with winter. Done. Let let let's get over with. I've that. been done with. I hate winter. I'm not a fan. I used to like winter when I was young. But yeah, me too. Nah, I not, don't like. I like one good snow, and then I'm good. And I like exactly. Christmas, but yeah, but it's just annoying when we don't get it. So it's just irritating me throughout the entire season. So it's just a season of. Depression and irritability, you know? That's very Grinchy. Mm, right? Very humbuggy. <laughs> exactly. 
But then you have spring and the robins ah, come out. Then the birds come out. The tornado sirens go off and everything is Yes. Fine. But not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. They're not going to go tomorrow. It's, it's going to be too, too freaking cold. So cold. are they not going to go off on Wednesday like when they normally do? Well, they're doing a special tomorrow. Since it's severe, you know, they usually do do it on Wednesday. And I don't know. You know, the temperature is supposed to rise a little bit on Wednesday. So I don't know if they'll postpone it, but they didn't mention that. Oh, we're going into a warming trend. Matter of yeah. fact, yeah, 40s on Wednesday. Upper 40s to 50s on Friday. It's going to feel 50s. like it's, I mean, people are going to be going outside in shorts. Uh, especially at Walmart. Right. I said, you know, I was at Walmart before this major, major snowstorm hit that we got a complete half an inch on. And there were people walking around in shorts. I'm thinking, what? Probably teenagers. Mm, late teenagers, early 20-agers. I tell you, I'm sorry, y'all. If it's cold, I'm wearing jeans and a coat. I can't get my teenager to wear a coat. <laughs> None of them. He goes to school in sweatpants and a hoodie. My kind of grandson, Sorry, Logan. Joggers. No, my, my grandson, Logan, hates hot, hot weather. He hates the heat. Yeah, and it could be literally 15 degrees, and he's got his T-shirt on, goes outside, can stay out there. For, is, is it like a youth thing? He is that what it is? Them. Up north to Iowa and Wisconsin. I told him he would love to like live in Colorado, oh, like yeah. Aspen or something. So you could just. Well, my high schooler says that he doesn't want to have to mess with a coat. I mean, because they don't go to their lockers really per se. Oh, they, they just don't want to. They don't want to have to. Yeah, they'd have to be dragging a coat around all day. Boy, stuff has changed since and I he'll went say to that. high school. He'll, <laughs> well, and he'll say he'll go. Well, I'm going to be in the building anyway. I'm like, yeah, but you're not in the building on your way from the I car. I see what he's saying, but I also see a lot of people wearing shorts at the high school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I believe that. I mean, do they have recess anymore? I don't not know. Not at the high school. Okay, they don't have like the, unless it's extracurricular, right? Yeah, and then they would yeah. stay in if it was cold, so. Well, that, at least there's some smarts. So we did, then, the, we did that live shot on Saturday, right? Yeah. Uh, or the live Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I went to Harder House to go get me a tri-tip because I like the grill in the snow. So I went on Saturday and went down the bread aisle and there were like four loaves of bread on the entire shelf. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the, the milk aisle was the same way. Well, Harder House is a smaller store than Walmart. I'm sure yeah. Walmart oh, stocks yeah. up on, on stuff like that for, for But they've been like out this. and stuff but, before. Oh, they have. <laughs> Especially if it falls on a weekend because or on a Sunday because they don't really do the deliveries from the manufacturers on, oh, right. on weekends yeah. or Sundays or whatever. Yeah. So, but yeah, they were, you know, pretty bare bone on the shelves, but they still had lots of tri-tip. That's what we had for dinner tonight. <laughs> I wonder if tri-tip is popular. Mm. I've got to go there and get that season. It is season. in our house. Yeah. I mean, I got to try that sometime. I mean, it, and now when you get one, does it feed many people? It depends on the size. They have different sizes. We got a big one tonight. I mean, we have seven people in our family, and right, it usually still is. left over. No, it doesn't last long, though. No. Okay, I need to get a small one because you know I live alone, and I bring some up to my mom. Yeah, I'll have to get with you later. But it's good to warm up and eat the next day too. So really, so it. I mean, microwave or mm-hmm. conventional? No, we just throw in the microwave for a little bit. Really? Because some meat you put in the microwave to warm up, and it gets really tough. Tri-tip's a lot different than your normal meat. I can't explain it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to... It's not... It, it's kind of tough anyway. But not... But not super tough to where you bad can't tough. chew it and swallow it. You know? Oh, okay. Well, this is the Stormdar yeah, Weather anyway. Tri-Tip uh, Diner. Uh, that was free. <laughs> yeah, that was free. <laughs> I think uh, we need to get on, We too. should get, like, payment what? from Harder House for how many times we... I know, and, and Walmart, both. You know, maybe hey, we, we have lots of fans at Harder House. We do. Every time I, I go in there. Those butcher guys, every time you and me both walk in there, they're like, hey, and they know us. I think that is so cool. So, yeah, shout out to Justin, Catherine, Eric, uh, Sutton, and... Our eleven-year-old oh. wore his Stormdar hat to school last week. Was it? Mm-hmm. They had hat right. day. He said teachers like swarmed him. Like, really? Do you know Stormdar. Oh, awesome! And I even had him take business cards to pass out for the people who didn't know. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, then story. I had to go get my cards and. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome! Then you you can you can pay. Well, pay teachers are so. huge on our site because they want to know about the snow everywhere. You know, exactly. for snow days and. And, and a lot of teachers, they don't like tornadoes, I, I figured out. No. I don't think any teachers I don't like it. No, no, so, because you're responsible for all those kids. So we're here for the teachers. We're here for the students. We're here for everybody. Oh, yeah. We have lots of teachers. We care about this area. We, we want to keep everybody safe. 
Yeah, and because you're talking about teachers and education, it's time for the... It's the weather word of the week. Yes! Boy, that was a slick segue one. <laughs> slick. <laughs> okay, so it's the Stormdar weather word of the week is going to be tossed to Shara. So have at it. What is our word? Weather word of the week is accretion. Mm. Growth of precipitation particles by collision of ice crystals with supercooled liquid droplets, which freeze on impact. Wow. I am not sure what I just read. <laughs> the audience likes it. Yeah. I mean, I, people are going nuts. Yeah, I, I know the audience. You, Calm you did, down now. You did really, really well. No, accretion. I mean, we've all heard the, the, the term accretion. Accretion is basically uh, in the term of ice accumulation. It's a, I mean, accumulation and accretion are kind of That's one of those synonymous. words that I thought you were saying wrong, too. I'm like, are you sure it's not accumulation? Yeah, no, it's, it's accretion. It, it's usually with ice. It's it's not a snow. Uh, snow and rain is more of a, a, an accumulation of that. But an accretion is where these water droplets get together and they start forming this glaze, which is what we really had these past 15 or 20 weather events that went through Branson. And we finally got some snow with little or no ice accretion. So we are very, very happy that we didn't get any ice out of this one. But I would have been much happier if we got maybe that just even two inches. We have a really good steep driveway this year, and my kids so badly wanted to sled down it. <laughs> and it's longer than a normal city block, so <laughs> they have a lot of sledding room. Oh, yeah. You know what? I bet everybody in your neighborhood is probably ready to yeah. sit on that thing. And we even had comments on our Facebook page. Uh, you know, they want to do some sledding stuff. But again, you know, we did the best we could based on the models. And it, again, it was that same type of thing. Models and our forecasters were basing it on a storm that hadn't quite moved on shore yet. So that's one reason that I didn't post a lot of projected snowfall accumulations because it's like, you know, some people remember the GFS was saying, Oh, 11 inches. Woo. We're going to get 11 inches it's because we just don't know. It's yeah. And I, I was reluctant. I was not going to, well, you post don't that. know because where's mm -hmm. the banding going to set up at, you know, if there is, if right. there is banding, you can get 11 inches and in just that little narrow five mile band. Right. But from a storm that hasn't even moved on board yet, then it's useless. To, <laughs> it, that's a guess. Yeah. And we saw a lot of weather agencies, not, not the National Weather Service, basically, but a lot of other semi-pro and amateur weather uh, agencies going out there and saying, this is what everything's going to say. And, you know, this is the, you know, this is the GFS Four days and blah blah blah. We're gonna get your foot. No, no, guys, we're not. And, and and people were asking us in messages and stuff. And I was like, I'm just kind of reluctant right now. But once this thing moved on shore, and it was a fast mover. That's another thing that cut down the uh, uh, snowfall totals. It was just fast. I mean, once it got on board and the upper air upper air network got a hold of that thing, I mean, it just, and that jet. Wow, it's just screaming and. So, I mean, if it hung around six hours longer, maybe we would have gotten a full inch out of Branson. I, you know, Springfield got a little bit more. Um, I don't think the four to six inches in central Missouri ever panned out. So I think it was really wise on the National Weather Service's uh, thought pattern that they just did a winter weather advisory, not a winter storm warning. Come in, you know, I'm going to give you some applause. I think that was very smart because if the models if the models were predicting six inches, yes, that would be a winter storm warning. Anything over four inches of prediction, uh, they kept it low. I think it worked. So there, I got off my uh, soapbox. Well, they had history on their side because we just haven't had a good winter storm here in the past three years. We so. haven't. We they really were pretty haven't. safe, I think, to say, hey, well, yeah, don't I mean, get too excited because, you know, we're not. Well, and even though this is a classic, more of a classic setup of a winter storm, it still was just, I don't know. Do you think we're going to get another snow before? I hope not. I'm just done now. I'm, it's <laughs> too close to spring, and it's like, you know what? I'm just done. You got your half inch of snow. You well, saw you have certain meteorologists telling me that it's going to be below average 
temperatures and above average precipitation. So, you know, it's possible. It's definitely possible. You don't know. Well, yeah, but in March, below average doesn't mean really freezing. It doesn't mean freezing, but we've gotten some huge snows in March in the past years. I mean, and, and, April. Over, well, and April. And April. Yeah. So. We haven't. You know, and I, I will say the, the forecast grid for Branson, and I'm just, I, I was looking at it this week. They're introducing a rain-snow mix early Thursday morning. I'm Personally, I'm just not buying it right now. I I don't think the temperature is going to be Well, that will be the one we'll get, like, massive amounts Yeah, we'll snow. get, like, 80 inches. <laughs> Nobody's expecting it. At that point, I'm just not buying I mean, I understand what they're doing, but looking at the overnight lows, it's, they're not going to be below freezing. Well, that's my, my fear is that it's going to – there's going to be one – and it's not going to be a huge one, but enough that's going to cause some accidents that's going to catch everybody off guard. And Which one? The Thursday one? No, 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 or, no. or just, just another one? Any time oh. from here on out. Okay, yeah. That you could get a quick three inches in no time, and and nobody was expecting it. Because it could happen. That snowburst, that was last week's, no, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. That was our weather word of the week. Snowburst. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it could happen. I'm just really anxious to see what's going to happen in April. I mean, we're on the upward trend of everything, on the, the temperatures and the precipitation. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to have to wait and see. I mean, with each week, we're going to have these updates. I mean, I'm dropping El Nino because we're in an El Nino advisory, blah, blah, blah. That's going to happen. We know that. So I'm not going to talk about El Nino. The fact of the matter is it's storm season, so be prepared. I am ready. Meteorological spring. And don't forget to set your clocks ahead on Sunday. Okay. Well, I think it's about time to wrap this thing up. So you got anything else? Nope. Don't think so? Chara, do you got anything else? I'm good. All right. Well, thank you for being on the podcast again. Thanks for having me, as always. You you, you kind of kept Corey and me at our at our, our bay here, so. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like and comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our brand new website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.